grinds my gears what's that Josh? so every person we have on this show is a better player than us speak for yourself <laughs> I, find, <laughs> I find that to be often uh incredibly frustrating hello everyone especially when the tenor drummer came out came in and blew us away yeah blew us away my name is josh welcome to the chain Rand podcast if you didn't know i'm here to let you know that this is an explicit bagpiping related show of bagpiping things and you have five seconds to listen to something else. That's five, four, three, two, one, Dalton. Fuck. Fuck indeed. Fuck indeed, sir. <laughs> Episode title. Fuck indeed. Um, <laughs> we've already fixed it. We're done. Hit. Stop the recording. Two minute right, episode. Guys. We're out of here. Uh, listeners can review the show on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, etc. Take a picture of your review, screenshot it, send it to us, we'll send you a sticker. Uh, you can send us emails and voicemails to be played on air. We have a couple of those today. You can like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or if you're Australian, Snapchat, or if you like uh, bearded guys jerking off in Batman masks, Fusco's OnlyFans, which I still think would be a decent alternative revenue stream for us. I'm looking for any re- revenue stream, so yeah. I'm open to ideas. I'm about to say, you finally took a vacation, so you need all the revenue streams. I know. You need to cross the revenue streams. All that money I made all last year just went up in smoke. Yeah, especially, <laughs> especially in Tahoe. That's an expensive fucking place. Yeah, it ain't cheap. Uh, check out the Channerant store at channerant.com. And this episode is brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash channerant. You can sign up and support the show for $5 a month. Fusco. Last but not least, invite and share with your friends. Did you know I uh, I actually have a subscription to the Channerant? I, I pay my five dollars a month as well. Do you really? It's like jerking off in a mirror. I just like to uh, jerk myself. You off. also, yeah, I would say, you also listen to the you like listen to the episodes as well, right? You like to hear yourself. Ninety percent of them, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like listening to the blackout ones because I don't know who's going to show up to those. But other than that, yes. You you don't know which of your uh, many personalities. Many personalities. <laughs> Is it rapey Fuko? Is it uh, like uh, huggy Fuko? Is like, it, I don't know. Is it rapey Fuko? Is it is it rapey Fuko? <laughs> Which rapey Fuko? Is, is it rapey Fuko or or you know curveball rapey Fuko? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know. Would you like to introduce our illustrious guest? I would. Um, he is a very old friend of mine from way back in the day. 2016, I believe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which, 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 if if my calculations are correct, 2016 was about 22 years ago. It, it sure feels like it, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, but you know, every time I think about that, I'm like, man, that wasn't that long ago that we were all in uh, Virginia together, and that's where I met Dalton. We were we were uh, two alpha males in this group of uh, betas. You know, you hung out with Joe Brady. You know what it's like, uh, Josh. And uh, it was like. We look at each other. We're two bearded gods, and we're like looking at each other across the room, like I'm gonna have to take him down. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of stork like <laughs> people in that in that circle. I, it, there's a lot of there's a lot of guys in that circle that I'm like, man, have you never like eaten an egg? 
<laughs> there definitely was. And then uh, Olivia showed up, and it, we're like, oh, fuck, she's the alpha male for sure. 100%. <laughs> right, Dalton? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah, no, I met Dalton at the Virginia Tattoo when I became part of that wake thing that they did. Oh, you're talking about Allie's better half? Allie's better half. Oh, yeah, Olivia. no, she's yeah, in yeah. charge as soon as she gets there. That was the year I met her as well. She was there as well with Wake. And uh, that was a, we had a great time. We drank lots and lots and uh, played lots and lots. And we, had a, we just had a great time. And Dalton's an awesome dude. And at the time, he was just a piper. But now. So much more. So much more. He's a pipe major. Of uh, which band? You guys got like seven bands in, over there. Uh, is it the grade four, grade three? Whoa. The whole thing? 6.5. Uh, you guys have four, seven pipe majors for four bands. I don't understand it. <laughs> yeah, we've got, you know, it's, 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 it's kind of like, it's one of the main things, service band quality that we have. Everybody has stripes right. on their shoulders. No, <laughs> you got to uh, give it out or no, those uh, guys won't do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have, uh, we have in the whole program, I have been the pipe major for going on five years, not quite five years. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've been the pipe major of the grade four since we resurrected that about two years ago. Cool. So I also play in our grade three um, when I somehow have just a little bit more time. But yeah. And now when you used the Necronomicon to resurrect your grade four, did Trevor Takahashi <laughs> mail that to you directly or did you have to drive across the <laughs> country to get it from him? It, it's kind of weird. It just showed up one day. Like <laughs> no just, one knows it, where it came from. It showed but, up uh, where it was needed. <laughs> it's been great for all of our evil plots. So thank you for that. <laughs> Clavo, Nicto, Necktie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So how's it been uh, going out there in North Carolina lately? Uh... It's, uh, it's well, I actually, since you mentioned the tattoo, there's one thing that I want to, maybe this will kick off for anybody that doesn't know who I am, which is probably most people, mm-hmm. um, and that's by design. But uh, the, the tattoo, it was funny that we had, I had just joined Wake, um, not even a year ago or a year before that, um, that event. And it was just one of those things where the job I was working, I had the availability. And when Joe was like, do you want to go to the tattoo? I was like, uh, hell yeah, of course. <laughs> um, but the timing of that worked out with, uh, Olivia, who was a great friend of mine still is. And she went to the same school as me. Um, do you want to name and that school? she, uh, she, uh, it's, called, that it's called the school of hard knocks, same, Busco. Same college, got, same college you're I, referring to. You're bringing up another thought that we need to address too. Yeah, we'll, but, we'll go uh, down that road. <laughs> but uh, no, it's uh, it, it was one of those things where Joe, Joe was talking to Olivia and he asked me, he was like, do you want to see if she wants to come to the tattoo with us? Not being a band member, like, does she want to jump in? Right. Um, and she was, and, she was living in Oregon at the time. She was living in Oregon, but she was going to school in North Carolina. Right. So it kind of worked out um, for like all of that driving and everything. And it's cool because that's where she ended up meeting Allie and they actually started their relationship. Mm-hmm. And so that was the begin of that was the beginning of my career um, of claiming credit for things that Joe Brady does. So <laughs> just which it's been, it's been a, an illustrious career thus far. Yes. I'm riding high for sure. So yeah, but that uh, was the beginning of that. Quite, so. This is this is a random sidebar, but what's the the sound guy's name from Inverary? That um, he was there at the tattoo. Kevin James. Uh, Rory, right? Rory oh. something. Rory Grossar. Yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah. was. Uh, he had just joined the band 
he had just joined Inverary at that point, and I think he was like kind of on the up and up trying to just get the last bit of repertoire down in his hands. Right. So he was that's super like, cool. I met him there. That's not my really question. Cool my, my true question is a Chanarant question. How sure were you that Rory and Olivia were banging during that period of time? Um, <laughs> no. I mean, they were like, no they were like best of buds. I was like, Hmm, something's going on there. And then it turns out she's with Allie, but who knew, you know, that's such a weird like quality to like the international level of pipe bands is that you'll just, you'll roll up into like the, I don't know, the the backwoods of Virginia and suddenly people <laughs> from across the entire world are like, oh yeah, I haven't seen you in a couple of years, but yeah, it's been a good time. Let's do it again. So it's really, really weird. That was a brilliant deflection, my friend. I love it. Uh, You're welcome. <laughs> but yeah, man. So uh, yeah, it, there's uh, so many things that Joe Brady has done that uh, he takes credit for, at least anyway. Um I just assume at this point everything is Joe Brady. <laughs> I do too. It's, it just always is. But uh, yeah, so anyway, that's how we met. Uh, that's how I met Dalton anyway. And uh, you, like, so you were at Wake. You said you were with, with Wake a year before that happened, but you've been pipe major for five years. You came in as pipe major? No, I saw it's. I guess I've been with the band over five years already, um, which is crazy to think about. But yeah, I, I joined in 2015. And kind of the back half of the season, I got roped into it. Um, right. I, I was officially retired at that point. As all I got brought back in. <laughs> I tried to get yeah. out. <laughs> I keep dragging um, me back in. And then I guess I, it, at some point along the, the track of that, um, Joe made me a pipe corporal, which is basically like translation of that is you're a decent piper and i have a sliver of hope for you translation for um, translation of pipe corporal is you're the third guy that shows up to every gig very Correct. true you're always there you're yeah. pretty good you like don't have to worry about you the, that fir- the first guy that shows up to every gig is typically the pipe major the second guy that shows up to every gig is the, typically the pipe sergeant <laughs> exactly and then there's like that third asshole and you're like fuck it let's give him a title give him a title yeah <laughs> that'll, that'll make him happy yeah <laughs> but yeah, I, that, I got no money for point. you but i'll give you whatever title like you want. I, you I, the title. I there there was a time there was a time in the uh <laughs> there was a time in the band that shall not be named where we had more people with titles than not like the band members. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we, we had more people who were like, you know, corporal sergeant fucking pipe ensign. I don't fucking know. But like we had, we had more people that had like some kind of official position either on the board or within the musical uh, hierarchy. Than, then we had like two people that were just Piper. Right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, you know, you do. And Joe Brady has that. I modeled that after Joe Brady because he gives everybody a title and some stripes and he makes everybody very, very happy. See, I, I give everyone a title, too. It's just they don't like being called cunt. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or dipshit or asshole or fuck face. Yeah, you or, got lots of titles for yeah. people. <laughs> I've got I've got I've got a very extensive hierarchy that I've applied to the band that shall not be named. Everything from pipe major down to twat waffle is included. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. So uh Dalton, you uh when you came in as pipe when they made you pipe corporal, who was pipe major at the time? Was that Joe Brady still in charge at the time? Yes. Yeah, he was so he was in charge of uh, the general band, the overall like organization as pipe major and he was also band manager at that point too and then we had fractured out grade level specific competition groups that were kind of in their own designation but they all fall under the the main organization sure, sure. my my point in that being that as soon as joe realized you were a decent human being decent player 
and would show up to shit. He made you pipe major. He's like, fuck this. I'm out of here. I, I just want to, I just want to worry about uniforms and looking pretty. And he, he had you worry about actually being pretty. Is that what happened? I want to comment on me being pretty, but uh, <laughs> I think that there's there's some really dangerous fans that are probably in the stream, so I don't want to be bringing that up or anything. But uh, <laughs> no, I I think that the the timing of it worked out where we had it was it was really driven from our contest side where we had multiple groups. We had a beginner class, we had our grade three, and we had a grade four and a half that was sort of like wavery. Um, we had lost some members, we were gaining new members, and it was just a really hard time to try to hold everything together. Um, and Joe is doing a great job of that, but it's honestly when he, we had the discussion with the then drum sergeant, um, of the band about how to move forward and what to do. Um, it was basically this back and forth of how to designate each group and how to, how to go about the long-term plan and, I know everybody's getting bored with me talking about this. Yeah, we'll get but, to the uh, dick jokes. Don't worry about well, it. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's difficult, right? Like, it's, it's difficult to kind of keep a grip on something that is potentially going south or, you know, maintaining a pipe band, right? It's like holding a piece of shit in your hand. You don't want to squeeze too hard. Uh, yes. <laughs> you know, as a matter of fact, that's a funny story. <laughs> you know, you, you know, know where this is going? I do. Okay. Uh, you don't want to you don't want to squeeze too hard cuz it will just smoosh through your fingers and you don't want to give them too much room and keep your grip loose because they will it will just fall on the ground. Correct. Let me tell you about one of my first piping lessons with uh, Danny Packer, the old <laughs> pipe major of the Las Vegas pipe band or De- Desert Sky at the time when I moved here in 2000. So I had been playing for maybe three months, maybe four months when I found them, when I moved here. And uh, so one of the things that he described <laughs> playing me, for four months and you were already shit. I was already shit. And, and that's why he used this analogy. Uh, or is it a metaphor? I don't know which. But either way, he said, and I still use this to this day every once in a while. I use it too. For the right people. <laughs> he says, you want to be holding your practice channel like when you're first learning to play for somebody brand new. Like you're holding a piece of poop. So... You don't really want to be holding that piece of poop, so you're going to hold it as lightly as you possibly can, but you still got to hold on to it because you got to do something with it. So that's how he described it to me. I'm like, okay, so like I need to be that relaxed. Like I barely want to touch this thing. And and I still use that analogy to say. Yeah. And I mean, all of, all of piping can be distilled into the idea of holding a turd. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when it comes to Wake and District and Joe Brady. Uh, <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, let's let's uh, let's get back to this in a bit. Let's uh, should we go through? Yeah, the- yeah. So we got some things we got to get through. Uh, some news and update. It used to be updates, but apparently I hit backspace when I wasn't looking. Yeah, that's pretty. That's close. Uh, close enough. Yeah, uh, close enough. We're lucky this thing's working. It's 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 Arabic for update. <laughs> um. So everything's canceled, right? Like I I've been I've been following uh with just childlike enthusiasm the uh rspba announcements that everyone already knew were going to come out because they're about as useful as a shit flavored lollipop like that we uh, always keep coming back to poop don't we yeah we always <laughs> always do okay i'll, I'll do i'll laugh. use a i'll use a different metaphor then uh or a simile uh they are they are akin to a lighthouse in the middle of a desert they, very that works very bright but not much fucking use to anybody we must are we talking about whisper no, we're talking about Rispaba. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, so they're finally starting to announce that most of the things they said were going to happen in the summer aren't going to fucking happen, mm-hmm. uh, to the surprise of no one uh, across the internet. 
Fusco, give me a hot take on the likelihood of a 2021 Worlds. 2021. This year. Because it's typically in August. Okay, so I would say the chances of that happening are about as likely hmm, as me putting my penis in the butthole of somebody named Dalton Marshall within the next 24 hours. Uh, I was about to say, within the next 60 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) It's never going to happen. Not in a million years. And I love, have you been following the pipe band heat quarters or whatever? Oh, dude, they are are having a field day. Now, it was interesting because they kind of went after Rab a little bit in the last week or two, which I thought was interesting because I I know Rab knows who they are. Mm. Or it's Rab's team. I don't know. It's probably Aaron. But I'm assuming Aaron. <laughs> it's got to be Aaron. But like he, like the smart assery that is going on with with the RSPBA heat quarters, which is great. Which I to be fair, I miss Evil Bob Whirl. That that was that should have never uh, went away. But Yeah, Evil Bob Whirl was possibly and it's probably <laughs> the same people. I did. think it is. It's got to be. And that was probably possibly the greatest uh, satire piping Twitter. It's fantastic because heat quarters. While I love it, um, they, they they've kind of fallen into a rut of everything's a hot tub joke, and the hot tub yeah. jokes are funny. But, but not every time, not everything every time. can't be a hot tub joke. You yeah, know like I mean? I mean, come on, like everything can't be a service band. Oh fuck. Yeah, never mind. We're, well, there goes our career. Yeah, we're trying. <laughs> Fusco, we're played out. Damn it. Oh, well. Well, uh, we, we had 154 episodes. Close, we'll, we'll call it a day. Dalton, thanks for ruining everything. Yeah, now thanks. we're fucked, man. You you ruined Close. the channel. We're, we quit. Fuck you. That's my MO. You're welcome. Thank no, but, God. But seriously, the RSPA headquarters, like, get a new joke, man. Like, keep it could be Rob McCallum because he's the other one that keeps hammering the same fucking thing over and over again. Yeah, but, but um, I don't know that he has enough internet service in his area. <laughs> not in the middle of nowhere, Missouri, yeah. where the fuck he is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I just think it's crazy, right? And like, you know, here, here's a hot take: it's fucking February for a little bit longer. I really don't want to have to like consume five more months of will it, won't it on the internet like guys it's not gonna fucking happen so everyone just i think everybody knows that though everyone like, just swallow it, that pill and let's talk about something else i think I don't everybody give a knows shit what that we talk about like all the players know that like nobody's launch, practicing nobody's we'll, playing we'll launch our we'll launch a series where it's a uh, big rab reacts to bridgerton sex scenes i don't know like, <laughs> like there's it's never it's not happening yeah. so like okay like but it's it also rings to me of a non-news story like it's just like news any news channel now it's like it's all to do about nothing it's we know it's not everybody knows it's not happening the fact that they're gonna announce it or not who gives a fuck it's gonna be it's gonna be five months of every week people announcing that shit's not happening it's like no shit sure 2022 maybe let's talk about that 2021 nothing's happening yeah it's over just just fucking just tuck your tail <laughs> like although i have been told that like some some weird ass middle of the night uh, contest in april and, or and, and pay and pay your dues <laughs> well there's that <laughs> i do like that part of it yeah everyone's like it's like we're definitely not gonna do anything pay your dues right it's like wait what <laughs> that part's funny yeah <laughs> see here's the thing we should we talked about launching your only fans channel right oh yeah so we should we should apply the rspba model of business to your only fans channel where people pay every month or they pay annually and they just and you still don't post anything where you're naked. <laughs> 
Dude, I would just, take, just take the model of like, no, no, no. I definitely will if you keep giving me your money. No, it's coming next. Uh, next person that sends in five bucks or whatever. I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know how only fan maybe works, maybe that's maybe they're maybe they're smarter than us all along, and they've come up with the perfect business model where people will continue to give you cash for you doing nothing. Well, isn't that every OnlyFans ever? I mean, naked pictures. I mean, we can find those everywhere. Yeah, I, I did. Well, I mean, I would say that, you know. I could Google Dalton Marshall right now and find naked pictures of this guy. And if Some, not, yeah. One, not of his college, one of his college whores has definitely posted pictures of him naked <laughs> in the shower or some shit. There's actually, if you if you Google my name, there's a like a semi-pro skateboarder in Florida that is just like out there crushing it and... That's that's what you'll find. You won't find me. So it works out really nice. What's interesting is you type Dalton Marshall bagpipes and still that guy comes up. Yeah, above. that guy comes up first. <laughs> He's still can, better than it's me. A selfie of, it's a selfie of him with the Unipiper behind him. Right. <laughs> um, speak, speaking of spring breaking hard, Fusco, how was your vacation, bro? I had a wonderful th- three days off. It was amazing. Did you, did you, do you feel regenerated? I did until about... 11:30 this morning. Hey, 11. Did you did you feel dehydrated? Very dehydrated. There's a lot of a lot of semen ejaculated. <laughs> um but uh <laughs> but uh, let me tell you let me just show you the funny side of this is I got back today and I had a I had 2 hours of dojo work to do this morning. Uh and within the first not even before I started I was like, oh fuck. All that all that relaxation I did and all the <sighs> Like chill, man. All the humping of the crack of the ass. Well, not not even that. Just the chilling out, man. <clears throat> like within an hour, I'm like fucking back in like like you're back in New York and you're just tense as shit. Like cancellations, people that don't know how to use computers, old people. Like God damn it, here we go. <laughs> here, we, <laughs> here we go the again. First two hours of me back to work. Like God damn it, I'm like so annoyed again. <laughs> yeah, I I find I typically have uh well. I mean, the last year has been weird, but like I used to have the opposite problem where by the last day of my vacation or the day before last day of my vacation, I was like, like a crackhead, like itching to get back to work. There was a little bit of that. I was only gone for three days, Uh, like out of like I, a lot of it was driving, but I was like, but you did get to see some, I mean, some of the prettiest parts of the state. No, it was fantastic. I've never explored Nevada and I love Especially, I have this thing about the Sierra Nevada mountains for whatever reason. I don't know why. Movies or TV. Oh, they're pretty dope. But, uh, and I've always wanted to go up there, like Tahoe. The thing that I was surprised about was, and not surprised, I kind of knew it, but it, it was, it's so touristy and it's so busy. Like, I was like, God damn, like, it's gorgeous. Like, Lake, Ta- Lake Tahoe is amazing. Were you, but it's like so loud. Were you north side or south side? South. South. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, it was amazing. I went to some cool places and saw some cool like scenery and stuff. That's really all I wanted to do is just, I wasn't like skiing or anything. I didn't have health insurance. I ain't going that, that crazy. <laughs> no, no health insurance. <laughs> I ain't going skiing. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to break a, I get a concussion or no, nonsense, but basically, you know, I wanted to sit in a cabin and fucking stare at the wall and see some pretty shit. Cause I like winter scenes and it was beautiful. It was awesome. And uh, it was really quiet, like where I stayed in this cabin at night, it was like you could hear the wind and it was like just quiet. Right. But when we went like everything's a town, like I was going to say, if you want to change topics soon, I would have to make a really popular YouTube channel and then set up an apology video (laughs) immediately after this. Oh, oh, it's been done, man. That's already been done. (laughs) 
<laughs> so uh, I just thought that was the we standard went, practice. We went off on such a fucking tangent that I don't even know where we are. However, I do have some voicemails. Uh, before I get into those voicemails, I want to tease kind of what my main topic idea is for this episode. Which is, uh, I want to talk... So, Dalton, what is your... For our audience, what is your official title now with the Southern Branch of the Eastern United Pipe Band Association? In the association? Yes, sir. I'm just a member. I'm a band member and a solo member. That is that is it. That is perfect. Because what... <laughs> because what... One of the things I'm absolutely intrigued by my real housewives is the use of a southern branch facebook page and or the group the group not the page two different things and i we're going to talk later on in the episode about whether or not you derive as much sick joy from it as i do (laughs) that's fair that's totally fair um that might be it might be a good time to bring up that my safe word is white horse white horse in case case we need it (laughs) My um, my safe word is Voldemort. Okay. <laughs> but before we get to that, we have two voicemails. The first one from our good friend, Mr. Big Rab. Josh, Andy, you pair of feckin' legends. I have to say a massive, massive thank you. Uh, your episode where you were shocking each other to within an inch of your own lives and squealing like wee pigs. You guys managed to raise a serious amount of money uh, for quite an incredible charity. And I have to say a massive thank you from the organizers and the charity themselves is just, yeah, gladly received. So I have to say shout out to you guys for going through such pain, but also shout out to the six who donated time after time. It was simply brilliant. Thank you all so much. And also, on another note... You guys have been killing it on the podcast this last while and been really entertaining me this last one. So just keep up the great work, guys. Seriously, I'm nothing but a fan. And if anything, I'm kind of cringing thinking what the rest of the up-to-the-line pod band... You know that mess that we recorded that I have honestly no memory of? Uh, Yeah, I dread to think what the rest of it sounds like. Jesus... Yeah, I think that's one for the patrons. (laughs) Anyway, guys, keep up the good work. Seriously, I've been really enjoying the the last run of episodes. It's been brilliant. Hashtag one of the six. F you, Joe Brady. I like how that's just become synonymous with our brand. The the F you, Joe Brady. It was the earliest hashtag we ever came up with, I believe. So, so yeah, uh, cheers, Rab. Uh, I know you're in the chat right now. Love you, buddy. Uh, miss you, miss you, just bunches and bunches. Wish we were having pints right now. Dalton, do you have any opinion of Rab? Um, so I've I've seen Rab in person. I've never actually met him or talked to him, but I saw him from afar on the horizon when we uh <laughs> we were both at the Stone Mountain Highland Games. Was he blocking? Which the was sun? like the last contest. <laughs> Are you are you sure? Are you sure it wasn't just another uh, snare drummer with the physique of Winnie the Pooh? <laughs> There's plenty of them. <laughs> I was I was fairly certain because he was uh, he was getting the hot takes. He had a he had a, a microphone going and he was getting the hot takes from everybody. I'm, but, uh, I'm, I was... <laughs> I'm so glad that I have time. I have I have a lot of time probably before I get to hang out with my good friend Rab again because it's going to take me so long to sell him on the idea I have where I just want him like in the black polo bottomless Donald ducking it 
and then I have my my Sony camera can shoot like 120 frames per second. So I need like the born free and just like rad just frolicking <laughs> through a field of heather. <laughs> Just like with a shirt, just but naked from the waist down. And I'll blur it. Like no one's going to see right. his cock, right? Like I'll, I'll blur it in post. Like we don't have to worry about that. But uh, but yeah, I'm just like, man, it's going to take me so many months. By the time I can afford to go visit him, I think that's when I'll be able to talk him into this. Because I just want that to be like the interlude instead of... Because right now we have the new waiting room, right? Right. Where it's like the flickering neon thing. Mm-hmm. I want it to just be... Rabbi frolicking <laughs> like Olaf in the fucking like Olaf from Frozen in the goddamn Heather, just Donald Duck in it, just shirt only, no pants. It's got to be a Chandra shirt, right? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm dude, <laughs> big red polo. I don't care. Like, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll order it. I'll make it. I don't care. <laughs> I, I am down for this idea. But I, but I definitely, I definitely need this uh, interlude in our repertoire. <laughs> Especially for when we're like doing more complicated scene switching in the future. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> but uh, cheers, Reb. Yeah, uh, Dolly. Did you did you see the shocking episode or the or the compilation video or any of that stuff? So I saw the compilation video. I think I'm like three episodes behind right now. So are we. Um, you're <laughs> I figured. Um, no, I, I have a good rotation at work. I spend a lot of time at work just driving by myself. So I uh, I listen to you guys mostly in the afternoon, and then I switch to Big Rab when I want to actually learn something about what's going on. <laughs> when you need actual news, you switch to Rabby. Yeah, so it's a good balance right now. Got a good thing going. Yeah, I mean, event. I'm just interested. Like, I guarantee by episode 300, Rab's going to be doing dick jokes. Like it's inevitable. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to change eventually. He's got to know where the bread is buttered. Yeah, it's 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 inevitable that all all fucking rails lead to the same station at this point. <laughs> His wife's gonna be fed up. Is like, God damn it, I'm sick of this podcast shit where you spend all your time in the garage and make no money. He's like, Well, if I had dick jokes, I could make some money. <laughs> <laughs> the power, the power of dick jokes. <laughs> so we have another. Uh, voicemail. This is I, huge. I I can't believe this, that this is happened. huge. Huge. I did not see this until today, even though it came in four days. Are you ago. kidding? I listened to it immediately. You already like, listened to holy, it. Oh yes. I'm like holy shit. So we had MLK on last week. We did, and of course, this is why this happened. And I shit you not. After a year of silence, apparently Fast Eddie could re-emerges. be more than a year. Like Fast Eddie is back. For those of you who are who've been with the show for a while, uh, Fast Eddie, we we still have no fucking idea. I have a theory. You have a theory. Well, we had a, we after. had a theory that it was Angel too for a while. I'll tell you why after. Yeah. Okay, but uh, so we got a voicemail from fucking Fast Eddie a year later. I don't even know when the last time it was. I. Uh, it's been forever. So uh, here you go. I haven't, I haven't listened to this yet. He was so like, I'm, I'm done. I, I don't know. You guys are getting too close. I'm done. <laughs> so I haven't uh, I haven't listened to this yet, so I'll be reacting um, oh, it's live. Good. It's good. Yes, sir. How you all doing at the Chanavan? This is Fast Eddie from South Carolina. Up here visiting my family in Boston. Just want to give you guys an update on my health. I just got out of a 24-month coma. And how I fell into that coma is quite interesting. Watching one of those piping 
videos of Andrew Duddits <laughs> of the Piper's Dodo. And it was so boring he put me to sleep. Damn near killed me. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I only f- slipped into a coma. And after about 24 months, one of my family members decided to put some headphones on me with some instructional videos. And then I heard the voice of an angel. It was that Matt Willis butt plugger character. Mm-hmm. He snapped me clean clear out of my coma. So I'm out of the coma now, and after several months of nightmares of Meatloaf Kelly chasing Fast Eddie around, I can't thank that butt plugger Willis enough. Yes, sirree, he saved my life. And I know, too, I can't watch Andrew Duddits videos anymore. Fast Eddie don't want nothing to do with that Andrew Duddits. Just too boring. Fast Eddie needs some excitement in his life. Yes, sir. That's all, Fast Eddie signing out. Mm-hmm. I am so happy right now. <laughs> this is the greatest thing. We. <clears throat> this is the greatest thing that's happened to us in at least a year. Is Fast Eddie? I'm, I, I'm just so glad that Fast Eddie is alive, wherever he is. Do you think it was MLK that brought him back, or was it? I, it must have been. It had to have been. It's got to be. So, Dude, yeah, I mean, he he is the Joker to her Batman. Like <laughs> <laughs> every time she shows up, he comes, he, he comes like, in to ruin it. Like is Bat is Batman there to stop the? Is Batman there because the Joker, or is the Joker there because Batman? Right. We don't know. Right. But Fast Eddie and Kelly, that's the fucking relationship. Dalton, do you remember Fast Eddie? Have you been? Have you listened? Are you listening to us for a while or what? I've been listening to y'all since episode one, unfortunately. Um, it's, <laughs> what's unfortunately weird about that, the term. it sounded like Fast Eddie, but it was at the pace of Honey Boo Boo, which is kind of confusing me. It, it is. Well, he did just come out of a coma. Yes. You got to give him a little time. Uh, yeah, you got to give, give him a little bit of credit. <laughs> <laughs> that is fucking brilliant. I, right. am, I am just so excited. So me as the very smart detective I am, I have a very strong theory on this now. When did that voicemail come in? It came in four days ago. On Check, the 23rd. Tell me the date. 23rd. <clears throat> Look at this message I get. And don't say who it is yet. I won't. I won't. Yeah. I'll just go like, ahead and read it. Motherfucker. You should read below it, too? Oh, yeah. Like, what are the chances of the timing of this? <laughs> no, that's impossible. Impossible. Especially considering that's a person that we never hear from ever. Correct. <laughs> it's so rare that I hear from this person. But how did we not... But that episode hasn't come out. How did we not see that person on the stream? He... I, I think he knew about it, but I think this is what gave it away. Oh, okay, okay. You know what I mean? Like... We advertised it. Yeah. He may not have listened to it, but that's neither here nor there. He that's never talked interesting. about it. I, he only talked about this. I think you... Okay, yeah. I right? mean, you've you've reaffirmed. What are the chances... I mean, he sent this to me on Monday. This voicemail came in on Tuesday. Right? And it... About Douglas. What What are the chances? I still, I, I still can't hear it in the voice, but... Dude, I'll I'm tell t- you what. I hear hooves. I think horses. Right. But it could be a zebra. Could be a zebra. Could be a trick. What are the fucking chances? 
Do we do we out this guy? Do we just no no him? no not yet? I we'll, we'll, we need more proof. Yeah, and and if <laughs> and if us not outing means I get more voicemails from Fast Eddie, then I'm okay with we'll that. do that. <laughs> uh, that's a price I, I'm willing to pay. I have not told this person that I have suspicions, but it is yeah. pretty. The timing mm. couldn't be any more. It's it's pretty sus. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sus. All right, so we're gonna take a quick little break. Uh, I'm gonna reload my beer, and then we're gonna be back with Dolly, who I keep calling him by a nickname that he never approved. Yeah, I was gonna say I've never heard this nickname in my life, but okay. <laughs> I've got so many nicknames; it's fine. Just add it to the pile. Uh, but yeah, so we'll be back. We're gonna fire up the waiting room here for a bit, and we'll see y'all in just a couple minutes. This episode of the Channerant Podcast is brought to you by McClellan Bagpipes, proudly made in North America by artesian bagpipe maker Roddy McClellan from Eust, Scotland. At McClellan Bagpipes, they don't strive to be the biggest, fastest, or the cheapest. They do, however, meticulously craft a small number of the best-sounding and most beautiful-looking bagpipes in the world since their beginning in 1988. Over the years, McClellan Bagpipes has established a solid reputation for rich, warm, and stable tone, created with incredible craftsmanship and instruments of heirloom quality and unparalleled beauty. Head to BespokeBagpipes.com to learn more about their innovations like the new Elevation Chanter, which features a lower-pitched richness inspired by the classic top hand of older chanters and sustainable solutions like the Revelation Bagpipe, a Delrin instrument featuring bore's line with a cellulose polymer sleeve giving you the structural benefits of a Delrin instrument while maintaining a refined wood-like sound. Check out McClellan Bagpipes' diverse line of instruments and learn more about their restoration work on vintage bagpipes by visiting their website at bespokebagpipes.com. McClellan Bagpipes, born in Scotland, made in the USA. And we're back. Thank you for that message that I definitely edited in in post from our sponsor, McClellan Bagpipes. <laughs> we love McClellan Bagpipes. They're the greatest thing. I, I fucking love my McClellan Bagpipes. You, you better. They're phenomenal. <laughs> they sound so good. <laughs> oh, I, I have to be better at playing them in order to live up to how good they sound. And the way that I'm doing that, strangely enough, is with the Piper's Dojo. This Did episode you- of the Channel Broadcast brought to you by the Piper's Dojo. Get your 30... 30- day premium test drive for only $1 at channelrant.com slash suck less and you too will suck less I'm not going to tease any new content that is not going to take me 7 months to make but there's new content alright that's awesome wait at suck less uh no but but it is involving the piper Here, here's a teaser it's involving the piper's dojo and beer boy brad Oh, ooh! So, so stay stay tuned, kids. Although that's probably going to be on the Josh Plays Pipes channel. That's probably not going to be on the Channerian channel. But yeah, what's that going to do for you? Uh, work off. Josh actually has. It's gonna it's gonna work off my slave debt that I owe to McClellan Bagpipes for sending me (laughs) for sending me bagpipes. The title of your channel, Josh Plays Pipes, requires you to actually play the pipes. This is true. Can't wait to see this. Yeah. <laughs> I figure there's no there's no point in making a channel for everything that I play because I don't play enough things. <laughs> Except with yourself. Well, yeah, and then you know, my only fans will my only fans will be Josh Plays Skin Flute. <laughs> wait, ooh, wait now. Hey now. I don't know, man. I think I think I'd be terrible. Dalton, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this question to you first, because you're the guest and I'm polite. Do you think you'd be good or bad at sucking dick? 
on like for money, like OnlyFans or just just in general, like like if you and and you don't have to you don't have to say you don't have to reveal anything that you're not comfortable revealing. But I'm I'm assuming you've never taken a man in your mouth before. That is correct. As far as I know. So do you think you'd be (laughs) (laughs) do you think you'd be good at it? Um, I know Dalton and I know that when he's when he wants to be good at something, he will be good at it. But I mean, but there's got to be something that's said for experience, right? Well, like, sure. like, do you think do you think the first time you are suck you s- a cock that you'd be good at it? Are you saying Dalton uses too much teeth? No, I'm just saying that I think that <laughs> how do you know if you'd be good? Like Fusco. Uh, well, he didn't answer because he was very uncomfortable. But <laughs> but he just sits there. He doesn't. But like, care. but like, same question, right? Like, do you think if if you decide like, hey, I'm going to suck this guy off, mm-hmm. do you think you'd be good at it? Because you've got you've received a lot of oral sex. That's true to a penis, but you haven't delivered it. So you know, it's like I'm, I don't think I'd be good. I think I'd, I think it would take me if it would take me a few dicks to. To get to a point that would be passable, I, um, I guess it, you I, know I, I I've watched enough porn to know when I've seen a girl that knows what the fuck she's doing, and I would just model that. Like it's just like bagpiping. Bagpiping and sucking dick is the same thing. You just find somebody on YouTube or whatever your favorite channel is, and <laughs> yeah, you, just follow. Yes, their model. that's where you learn bagpipes. Is YouTube, everyone? <laughs> We've advocated that since episode one. No. <laughs> No, I mean, holy moly! Uh, I so, think- so wait, wait, wait. Are you saying that the people who play in service bands <laughs> that learned from YouTube are equivalent to a person who thought they could learn sucking dick from watching porn? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's attitude, right? Like that's that's honestly the most important factor I don't in know that both of these topics. I don't know that we've learned anything here today, but I feel like we have. I agree. It's absolutely attitude. Like how many times have you had that girl is kind of like, dude, I've watched a, I've watched a lot of videos like, on it's not like, good. you gotta, you gotta commit girl. Just go for it. I've watched a lot of videos on engine replacement on late, uh, on early Broncos. That doesn't mean I think I could do it. <laughs> True. But like replacing an engine is different than putting a penis in your mouth. It's not that hard people. Dalton told me. Wait a minute. (laughs) Wait just a minute. Maybe maybe we could circumvent the whole process. If I put a penis in my mouth, someone else might put the engine in for me. That is true. That is very true. Especially those rednecks. I've just I've just figured out all of commerce. (laughs) (laughs) You could trade almost anything in sex. I guarantee you could trade anything for a (laughs) blowjob. Especially if it's good. Holy moly. As we discussed, <laughs> as we figured out last week, if you grab me by the balls and fucking, you know, so so Callum Beaumont recently <laughs> launched an online piping school, um, and I didn't see a pay gate. There's no pay gate. Just fucking sign up. He'll teach you how to do whatever you want. I suppose a glory hole is its own pay gate in some ways. <laughs> so you got to trust what's happening on the other side. <laughs> Takes at least a pay gate of trust. <laughs> So, uh, use the button. No, I'm just- <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let's give a little background here. Speaking of, speaking of uh, the equivalent of a gas station glory hole, the use of a southern branch is one of my favorite Facebook groups. It is fantastic. So <laughs> It is so fun. And here's, but I have a point of contention because I'm kind of pissed off. And I'm assuming, I'm assuming it's uh, Ian Easy who's 
like now the moderator or something. I have no idea. And Don't he keeps, look at me. He keeps he keeps deleting my desperate housewives from the comments section of the Yusuf Southern Branch page. Like that is my trash TV. Is the Yusuf <laughs> Southern Branch Facebook group comments page? It is fantastic because people lose their minds over nothing. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, nobody cares. Like people, you get, think nobody cares about women's sports? Nobody cares about Yusuf Southern. Nobody Branch. cares about this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> So hold there on. Are, Let me just give a little background, just for a little, just so people know. Dalton went to college at the St. Andrews School of Fuckery. In is that North Carolina? It is barely in North Carolina. It's almost where Fast Eddie lives, but and not he, quite. And he, uh, and that's where Olivia went as well, under the tutelage of of Voldy Voldemort. Yeah, correct. So just so we know, we're soon Dalton's, to be soon to be friend of the show. By the way, yeah, we're working. On we're it. working on. We're working on it. Because, uh, God, I can't wait for that episode. He is going to be a hoot. It's going to be the greatest thing since the shock episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be so good. I and, and you know what? Not only do I think it'll be great for us, I think he's going to have fun. I think so, dude. We're fun, right, Dalton? You're having a good time. I like time. to think we're fun. It's, it's good to know that I'm just a filler episode. It's completely <laughs> fine. Well, they can't all be gold. Yeah. <laughs> this is definitely... One, let me save that. This is They can't all be gold part two is Dalton's episode. Yeah. <laughs> Granted, isn't that, the, isn't that the title we used? Like, we used the They Can't All Be Gold on an episode that we had with Cahill, and it was like the highest downloaded episode of It anything. was. It, it was. And I think it's because some random person shared it or something. I think somebody, I I think somebody just decided to dox us and be yes. like, oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, it was weird. That was wild. The whole, the, whole, the whole point of that episode was we were making jokes about how eh, it's not that good of an episode. This one really sucked. This was not good at all. <laughs> Which happens. Everyone's, every fourth episode is like and shit. K, and Cahill didn't even have all the prestige of what is now the live stream and None of that. Dalton's Wes Anderson composition in his shot. Like... <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Notice he's wearing my shirt. He's Where is Cahill? That is a great question. Do y'all even know? We asked that question. Yeah. The only time I see him is if I set fires in Arizona. Yeah. He shows up sometimes when he's not on vacation. <laughs> it's the only it's the only reliable way to hang out with Cahill is uh, go to Tempe and set something on fire. Did you? <laughs> he'll, and he'll show up. Were you a big fan of Cahill? We, people were surprising fans of Cahill as little as he was on the show. Like, but people really enjoyed him. He was like a special treat. What did you think about him? I think that uh, I gotta walk a tightrope here. Um, I think that the level of effort versus the payout was about like it made me feel at home with like dealing with associations and stuff right. because it kind of just brought the standard a little bit back down and slowed everything down and it well, just felt a little more old school. So well, he does talk. It was nice. Well, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I mean you talk that slow too if you had seven pounds of dip in your mouth. <laughs> dip? Dick or dip? Dip. Oh, sorry. Uh <laughs> Dude, if you got if you if you fit seven pounds of dick in your mouth, I am impressed. Oh, have you oh my god, I could show you some porn. Is that why you got kicked out of the petting zoo? Oh, <laughs> uh, you ever watched the Tom Green uh movie? But uh but yeah, so and and it's weird. I am <sighs> How do I even begin this? I am a member of so many like Facebook groups that invited me because of random people I know that I have nothing to do with. Uh, Use of a Southern Branch is a great example. Like I'm on that Facebook group. I have no idea when I got added. 
I live in fucking Nevada, but holy shit, is it just entertainment gold? I uh, there's like a one of the athletics like international athletics things on the west coast like I'm in that and it's like a bunch of people who like I see their posts and I'm like you scumbag motherfucker <laughs> like like people who used to run my event and stuff like that but yeah it just blows my mind the internet is like monkeys with bazookas still I stand by this nobody Facebook it the most Facebook, Facebook, Facebook more than most. anything Facebook more than anything and like I see this shit and I'm like what the fuck like what are you guys doing so, uh, real quick, what is your favorite bagpiping, um, real housewives of bagpipes area of the internet? God, um, cause everybody I has really, one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I honestly, you know, I'm, I'm a newer addition to the, all of the six group and mm-hmm. that has been like a, just a steady, like cancerous exposure that is kind of just it's leveled everything out again like i like the consistency of the content that is that is some of the most horrific things i've ever seen i remember when you joined it was two or three (laughs) weeks ago and i proved you i'm like oh boy he doesn't know what he's in for here nobody does (laughs) like that that is the that is the definition of a beast that has gotten well beyond our control it's fascinating when like newer people join and they share a meme and it's so innocent compared to like the shit we've seen if you've been there a while (laughs) It's, it's going like, to reach a point where y'all are going to have to mice and mend that thing and just take it out back. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> we've, we've had that conversation. We, we've definitely had to do this on, from time to time. Like, yeah. uh. like we've, we've had the conversation where we're like, all right, like uh, my fingers hovered over the button a few times. <laughs> like, do I ban this person? What do we do here? Or I'm just like, I'm like the, the best thing I could possibly do for everyone involved in this community is destroy this community. <laughs> <laughs> But then it's all just going to move over to the Discord, and I will never destroy the Discord because I love it too much. <laughs> it'll go to the dark web, and then we have no control <laughs> yeah. at that point. Then, yeah, then all of a sudden, <laughs> then all of a sudden, there's people selling each other RPGs on 4chan in the Chanarant subreddit. Right. <laughs> we don't need that. I got fucking DHS knocking on my door, like, oh fuck. <laughs> it was all innocent, officer. We were just trying to. Like, we were just trying we to, to share memes. That's we were all. just trying to make dick jokes. <laughs> I swear, I swear. So uh, you guys originally met when um, Fusco, in a truly cunty fashion, abandoned his band to certain failure in order to go to the uh, Virginia military tattoo. Correct. Uh, do you have any good stories of uh, partying with the Sco there, Dalton? Yeah, I, I have I have like two, and there would probably be more, but the moonshine that was there was a big part of the, the whole event, I yeah, think. So. He had some too, so he doesn't remember all the classic stories, but... <laughs> But I'm a, I'm nervous I'm now because I don't know Fusco's, these. I'm on Fusco's side with uh, leaving the band to go do that because, like, it's uh, it might be the only one, but I'll go out on a limb because it was one of the coolest experiences, and I know that it's benefited y'all's band because it's benefited ours too in a lot of the same way. Oh, when I said um, this, when we talked about it on the show when we had Graham on, uh, I would have done the exact same fucking thing except for the fact that I was running the event that the band was at because I would have been like fucking out. Like yeah. <laughs> I'm going to Virginia, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> if I, if I didn't have to run the games, I would have been like, uh, do you have room for one more? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> but we, uh, we, we didn't even have, it was, it was probably the most rock star level piping that we've done because like, we didn't even have time. I didn't even actually introduce myself to Fusco until like after the first whole day, like we literally showed up, 
went to bed, got up at the first thing in the morning and just started practicing right. for the, for the event. And literally at like 10 PM that night, I was like, by the way, what's up? I'm Dalton. And it was like, we were literally next to each other all day. We literally just didn't have time to yep. even talk. Yep. That's um, exactly true. I'm like, this guy's a dick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, but you're like the other younger guy. There's a lot of, well, you know, Joe Brady types, a lot of gray hair guys in the band. And uh, <laughs> you and Olivia and Matt, there's a couple younger guys, but it was like, like it was immediately balls to the wall. Like, I don't have time to like hang out with these guys until we got to the hotel Dude, the next fucking, day. Like when Olivia and Allie came for our concert, she fucking drank my ass under the table. Oh, she's a... F- I had to go home. Amazing like, drinking I was, Granted, I've been awake for like 24 hours at that point, but. No, she could drink most people under the table, I think. Yeah, I was, I was just like, <laughs> uh, I gotta go sleep. <laughs> yeah, but like the next day at the hotel, like after the first day of practice, Joe broke out the um, moonshine, and then we then we started to, everybody got the meat. Like I didn't even talk to Kenny Heiner probably till the third day, probably, because he was in the drums. I used playing tenor, and I barely spoke to him like. It was it was so fast and furious the first three days of rehearsals or whatever it was yeah it was crazy. There was that and then there was also the the moonshine from the night before mixed with the powdered eggs from the hotel. It was just a <laughs> it was a wild ride for everybody. So uh, so 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 many a uh, many a hotel room uh, with spackled toilets. <laughs> oh yeah, well, we uh we were we were sharing the at the tattoo complex we were sharing the bathroom with everybody. Like literally everybody, there were like eight stalls for over a hundred people that for the week, right. and it was, not a, it was not good. It was not good, including the Jordanian pipe band. Uh, True, <laughs> those fucking guys. There's only one outcome when you eat everything with your hands. <laughs> it was remarkable. Oh my god! And, and it's called dysentery. <laughs> but I remember, I remember Fusco. I remember when we. It was like after the first rehearsal day and uh, Inverary was out on that plaza actually like tuning up and practicing for the weekend. Mm -hmm. And you and I were both just like out there in awe. Like it was like, I don't know if I'm shitting my pants because of the diet or because of the sound. (laughs) Right. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, it was uh, definitely it was definitely both. The, the G1 reads that they definitely don't use were resonated with the powdered eggs. This might have been gullet. pre-G1. This is right on the edge of G1 being in existence, I think. But I can't remember. There's a, there's a harmonic imbalance between uh, the Chesney reads that they were probably likely using and the powdered eggs. Well, back then they probably were. Yeah, because this was right as G1 was becoming a thing, I think, roughly. I think you're right, yeah. And John Elliott was in the band. I, I remember talking to him while we were there. And he came... I, a credit to Josh, of course. Um, he came up to me. He's like, uh, he knew who I was, which was remarkable. He's like, uh, because of the Las Vegas pipe band. I was about to say, you were internet famous. Yeah. At the, by that point I was, and he came up to me and said something like, and we were standing, remember we we're like, we we're underneath the, like the, it was like an arena. And more, more so once you had a more recognizable look, like once you decided to go beard? with the beard, yeah, it that, was, it that was really, way easier. And I had that at the time. Yeah. So, but we were underneath these stands. It was like an arena, you know, and we're just sitting there and Inverary's the line immediately next to us. And John's just standing right next to me. He's like, Hey, I, I know you. You're blah, 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 blah. And we're just chatting. And I'm like, Oh shit. John Elliott knows me. <laughs> like I know John fucking Elliott. Right. It's just so fucking funny. And, uh, yeah, man, it was, it was, it was so you're the guy that taped a bunch of $1 bills to yourself for a video. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> just a bunch of stupid stuff. Uh, this was pre Stewart coming to the concert. I think maybe that year, yeah, year later, yeah, whatever it would have been right before. 
But anyway, yeah, it was that was a great time. Um, let's see, what do I remember about Dalton? Try to remember any funny stories about Dalton. He was relatively well behaved for a malcontent. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which is yeah, I mean, let's be real. Our friend group is mostly vagabonds and malcontents, so we're we're right. often surprised when they are not actively fucking shit up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everybody drank a lot. It was like a big. I mean, the one of the greatest times that. I don't remember what day it was, day three or something. And it was right before the the um, moonshine ran out. We It lasted like two or three days at most. Joe brought so many like glass jars of this stuff and it ran out within. But he shared it with Fife Dude, and Inverary. He's just fucking lucky that he didn't get in an accident because that would have immolated him oh immediately. My God. Oh, my God. Dude. But we're all sitting in the lobby of the hotel. Inverary and Fife and us are all in the same hotel. And they're just jamming. They're like passing small pipes around and everybody's getting hammered on this moonshine. And, and like Ross Miller's fucking just jam and shit. Like everybody it was phenomenal. And uh, it was the greatest time ever. We're just and and Dalton and I are sitting in the corner with probably Kenny and like Joe Brady's like Joe Brady's doing the Joe Brady thing. Like, you know how Joe, he's super like handshaky and like you can't even describe Joe. He just is a he just is a force. But anyway, <laughs> if I, if I, I I'm, just, I'm just very fortunate that I will never be famous because if I was, I would have to hire Joe Brady to be my manager because he's so good at you it. You need him. He's yeah. absolutely <laughs> like, brilliant. Yeah. And it was phenomenal. So it's good. Like, it's good that I will live in obscurity until I die. He makes friends. He's a former cop, so he just doesn't give a fuck. And he just goes up to everybody and just talks like he doesn't care. You know, it's great. Granted, it didn't make it into the full video when we did the Chanarank Goes to Winter Storm, but I saved the clip just for my personal satisfaction of when I was carrying Joe Brady around. <laughs> well, he is a little he is a little man, but because I was so excited. I was so happy to see him. <laughs> and he and he hated it, but he didn't like punch me in the throat, which is one of the things I was considering was probably going to happen. Could have happened. He he is a police officer. He probably could have taken uh, like, me down. Like, like I'm sitting there. I'm like, I'm like he might he might knock me out. <laughs> but I'm so excited to see this man. I yeah. have to I have to express my love and gratitude. <laughs> it's the same way that you relate to a cat because he has a bunch of cats. That's how he learned how to act. That oh way. yeah, dude. So. Joe Brady is a cat. Mm-hmm. It's it's like I want to I want to hold you, but you might claw my eyes out. I'm Episode sure. title: Joe Brady is a cat. <laughs> Done. <laughs> So like, how cool is that, Dalton? Just the ho- just the lobby of the hotel part was probably the greatest thing. Eh, that's, there were so many cool that, things about it, but that was really awesome. In terms of like crossing, like cross pollinating pipe bands, like that was the best sesh I think at this point in my pipe band career. Just and it wasn't even like it wasn't even that there was like crazy circumstances. It was just the fact that we had all of these really cool people that were great musicians that it just all kind of mixed together. Right. Um, and we were all there. We were all kind of on the same wavelength for that. So it was really, it was really fun. Mm-hmm. I think that's the fucking future, man. Like, I think it's going to be a lot of American events. Why? Because never heard a negative review of a non-American band traveling to an American event. True, but they, it's still got to be worthwhile. So like, if Americans hear, can afford to pay for them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, no, no, it's, it's, you know, you still got to fucking be able to cover the costs. But I'm just like, every time someone talks about coming to like Stone Mountain or the mm-hmm. or VTAT or something like that, or even fucking back, back in the day, we used to have people, we used to have Canadian bands at fucking Vegas. Like, mm-hmm. they were just like, holy shit, this is the most fun I've ever had at one of these. Yeah, for sure. Like, because we know how to, we know how to fucking... Work hard, play hard, dude. It's just like, a little. It's a little different than they're used to. It. Americans do it a little different for the foreigners. So maybe that's. 
I don't know, good, bad, whatever, but like it's still got to be worthwhile. Like Inverary is not coming unless they're making a profit. Like they're not like we did it. Like I would say the Waken district group that Joe put together, like we, we kind of did it for nothing. Right. I mean, just for the crack. Yeah. It was, it was for the crack, <clears throat> but Inverary, there's no way they're coming for nothing. Cause it wasn't even like, I, I wouldn't even count that up to exposure bucks. Like, I think it was just for the sesh. No, it was purely for the sesh. I don't know if Joe cared about exposure. Maybe he did. I don't know. But like, he asked me, I'm like, dude, that sounds fantastic. Like, I, I, I'm sure I came out of pocket for that. I'm, I don't remember because it was so long ago now, but I'm sure I did. Maybe maybe on, he helped me pay my flight, but maybe not. Based on know. how blacked out you were, I'm assuming you came out of pocket. <laughs> but well, I mean, in the end, in the long run, yes, but... But like it was, it was worth it for the experience. Like I'm like, 100%. okay, I'll do that. But like Inverary's not doing that. Fife's not doing that. Like maybe, maybe some of the other, you know. That's also I'm I'm interested, and in, uh, you know we're we're getting close to to the end of the episode here. But I'm actually interested in the idea of do you think that potentially a fundamental difference between like overseas bands and like stateside bands for us. Do you think that we come way more out of pocket for the sesh or uh, or is everyone kind of in the bagpiping space doing that no matter what? Because I because I do notice like, you know, a lot of bands don't go as hard as American bands, dude. I don't know about that. In what way? Like. Just fucking party hard, big dinners, fucking the whole nine, the whole nine. When you're doing it, you do it like it's a vacation. Well, they do it every weekend, though. We do it four times a year. But that, I mean? but that could also be why. That That's could all, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, at least on the West Coast, if you're further apart between games, you go once a month, maybe over the summer if you're lucky. So, potentially. But where they do it every weekend, but it's all driving distance for the most part. I mean, not always, but for the most part. But like the worlds, like those, f- Jesus Christ, those guys can party at the, the oh, night the, of the people, worlds, people, night after the people worlds. go <laughs> like they are not going to be alive the next day. Correct. Yeah. Like, I'm like, holy shit. I don't know if I can keep up with these people. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's circumstantial. I don't know. Depends on the situation. I think that, I think geography has a lot to do with like how the attitude that people bring to the circle over here versus over there. Um, I don't know. That's the biggest thing that I think about. Like we have, we have members that are at almost weekly events back when we were doing that in person that were driving like an hour for a weekly practice each way. And I know that there's that elsewhere, but I feel like not at, not at the level that we have. I mean, we have, we have traveling players that drive like eight hour drives one way to come practice with us, not to play an event, but just to run the tunes. So that's wild. Yeah. Definitely different for sure. Like I've done that in my life. I barely, I can barely stand driving the seven minutes down to listen to Bill play Green Hills. Uh, Sorry, <laughs> fuck wow, with, gotta okay. fuck with Billiam a bit. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, I've I've done that. I've done the five hour drive to a band to play more interesting music for sure. Because well, you, you kind of have you to see that with with Zona. With the Phoenix band. I've done it many times. Yeah. I've done it with Misty Isle. I did oh, it with, with fucking, band. Yeah, with Seamus Band. I forgot about the Seamus Band. I did band, it yeah. with Arizona. Like, it's like... Granted, the Coin Band was fucking... It was a good fucking band. They were much better than any <laughs> other was, group I played with. That was a really good band. <laughs> they they got snubbed, in my opinion. 
Yeah, but Seamus had a bad reputation at the time, so that was probably part of it. But we kind of enjoyed being the outlaws. We were kind of like the misfit toys a little bit, and everybody hated us. Speaking, speaking <laughs> of people we should get on that are more interesting than Dalton, when does Seamus want to oh come my on the God. show? Can you imagine? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> everybody knows Seamus. Everybody. Like, he is remarkable. Remarkably known because he's so insane. But in a good way. You know what I mean? So uh, we're, we're nearing kind of like the end of the audio recording of the podcast. I do want to get final thoughts in and then we'll hang out probably for a bit uh, with Dalton and the people that are in the chat because I don't get to see any of you nearly enough. And, you know, I've been locked in my house for a year, so I, I need the social interaction. But uh, let's start final thoughts with Fusco. My final thought is I want to ask uh, Dalton a question. My final thought is going to lead into his final thought, which is, what are your honest opinions of your experience at the St. Andrews uh, College Pipe Band and the leader of that organization? So I, the kind of the setup before that, like in high school is really when I started playing in pipe bands pretty seriously. And I played at NC State Pipe Band, which is in Raleigh. Mm -hmm. Um, And that is kind isn't of the that, catalyst for me. NC State yeah. is that where is that where Michael Jordan went? No, he went to UNC. Oh, you're right. Okay. Which is literally like twenty Across minutes the west. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, but no, it's that's where I kind of got started, and that's where like I got the first exposure to like good pipe band camaraderie, and I think that like getting the minor in piping and having the scholarship to do that in college was an awesome experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm definitely a way better player because of it. And some of my closest friends were in that band with me. So it's kind of, it's kind of the same thing. Like you, you embrace the suck and there's a lot of that, like in any sort of band, especially sure. if you're traveling. Sure. Um, but it's, it's just kind of part of it and you enjoy it because of that. Sure. So That's a I don't think I put it this way. I don't think I would be, in wake if I hadn't gone to St. Andrews. Like, I don't know where I would be. It's kind of hard to speculate, but I don't think that the pathway would have led me to where I am now. So that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. I, I like it. I'm, I think it's a positive thing. I, I, I guess you could say my final thought in relation to that is, you know, even, hmm, I don't want to say this, even bad things can have a good outcome. Right. And it's, and no judgment. You know, everybody's different, depends on where you are in your life and Voldemort, blah, 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 whatever you think of that guy. But it led, it still leads people to a positive place. There's a lot of good players that came out of that organization. They chose to go here, there, or wherever. And, uh, you know, it's still ultimately good promotion for the art, regardless, you know. Like, in, you, you took it and went somewhere positive with it and are leading a good organization and hopefully leading them in a good way. I mean, we don't know. We didn't get too far into... You as a well, let's not let's not go as far as saying I'm leading. I'm the I'm the puppet dictator. There you go. Yeah, we all know who's really in charge. But <laughs> so it's the shadow government. <laughs> but in the end, but in the end, you know, like everybody's got their place, and whether you like fucking the Unipiper or whatever the fuck or not, which I fucking don't, on record officially, uh, you know, people it leads people to a thing. The the only issue I have is whether it leads them. To ask you to do something stupid, which I won't do. But Josh, like wear like wear a flaming helmet, like wear a flaming helmet, fucking yeah. playing your pipes. Yeah, like can you play? I don't know. 
Game of Thrones at my wedding? Like, no, I can't. I, I refuse. I'd, also, I'd rather have just a stream of all of the six memes on my phone than have to listen to any of that stuff. <laughs> I also That's- have to get Court to show you. Uh, she had a, she had a relative get married, and they had like a Chicago service band play, and oh. they have like a video of them doing Rakes of Mallow oh. in the most dog pound fashion known to man. Like that's not good for any of us. It's no, it, it it I was like just just burn the phone. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't know what to, like the argument <laughs> at this point. The like, argument is well at least they had fun they enjoyed it. like yeah but nobody listening to it had fun. Yeah, no. that's way more people nobody, than these eight people that fucked it. Nobody up. with ears had nobody fun. Nobody with ears had fun with this. Anyway, sorry, Josh. You have a final thought? No, about? man. I'm just I'm excited. Uh, it's been it's been a great fucking episode. Uh, I missed Dalton's face, and I was very sorry when we had to fucking reschedule him. And I'm like glad seven we seven times. Yeah, it's like seven <laughs> times. He's a very hard man to get a hold of. But look at how pretty he is. He's obviously got lots of women in his life. I imagine. He's very busy on the weekends. I like I like the look that he's got going of like uh, the tall dude from Queer Eye. <laughs> I call him Bagpipe Jesus. That's what I call him. Bagpipe Jesus. I like it. <laughs> but uh, Dalton, I I thoroughly enjoyed having you on. Have you on again soon? Um, we are going to end the audio recording, and then we have uh, some patrons we're going to hang out with in the chat. People have questions for you. Plenty of questions for you, and I'm going to go ahead and play us out. Yeah.